welcome to Naked and Counting. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. What's going on, Magna? Not much. How are you doing? <laughs> I've been trying to hold this laughing. All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're starting the show. This is it, right? Yes, Magna. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should give them a little context because um, just before we start the show, we mm-hmm. always cut the Zoom off, cut the mic off, and we just, you know, prepare ourselves and then we start recording. But this time, Magna was making some funny hand signals at me, and I just couldn't contain myself. Lucky this is not a live show, because <laughs> I don't think we would have got any work done if that people could see that. Oh, true, true, very true. Although we might be doing a live show soon, folks. We do have our 100th episode coming up very, very soon. A 100 episodes. You don't even look that old. You do. Ah, it's true. <laughs> Especially with that beard. <laughs> All right. So, not talking about my beard, Magna. I have a question for you. What would you? What advice would you give to a young Magna just starting out in the business today? That's a great question. Of course, I mean, we do asked it. That's not. That's <laughs> definitely not why it's great. But it's a great question. You know, it's interesting because when we started out, when I started out, things were very different. Mm. We didn't, I had a flip phone, first of all, with no social media. I don't even think I had a camera on that phone or it was an analog type of phone where you would text with one, two, three, what was it, T9 texting? I, I, I don't know, that was, that's over in Canada, but uh, I had a phone that doubled as a weapon. So it was so big. I know which um, decade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, like for today, people, I, they don't even understand what those devices were. So yeah, it's, it's so different where I started to where things are now. I thought it was a challenge then, you know, because I'm like, how do you even get out there? How do people find out about you? Because if you're not traveling, people aren't necessarily seeing you and not a lot of people are traveling because the travel itself is quite expensive, right? To book a flight to an event, pay for a hotel, pay for Congress pass, your food and all of those kind of things. Um, And then also at the time, there wasn't really that much of a web presence or a social media presence where you could put yourself out there in a way that was accessible to everybody out there, even without you necessarily leaving your home. Right. So I always thought that back then that was a challenge for being recognized and getting your name out. Yeah. And now, though we have all of these other mediums by which we can promote ourselves, share our content, uh, teach online, perform, do all of these things to connect with people. I almost think it's a little harder just because now the saturation of how many people can actually do that makes that one voice that might be a quality voice um, almost suppressed, right? With, with yeah. all that's around them. So today, if I had to give, you know, my past self advice on how to approach the scene, I, I mean, one of the things before you get your invitations to go to events, I would say is, you know, create your content and put your content out there. That's the first, right? Is, yeah. uh, is to like put yourself out there. If you're doing shows, if you're teaching, if you're doing anything like that, offer it, 
you know, whereas again, even that is different because when we started, you didn't really have to do that stuff for free. You know, you got paid. If you were performing, if you were doing anything like that, you got paid something, you know, maybe you got your expenses paid or something. You felt like at least you were traveling somewhere. You you were in a new location. Whereas now it's almost expected that you do a bunch of things for free, right? Just to put your name out there before you get the chance to be invited to an event and get paid for it. You know, with the exception of, let's say, online classes where you can obviously, you know, charge whatever you want. I don't think it's changed that much. Now, here here my reasoning behind it. Um, You're saying about putting content out to get yourself out there, to get yourself noticed by uh, promoters, most importantly by the promoters and whatever else. Back in the days, I didn't do this, but back in the days and even up to not too long ago, dancers would be sending their videos of their shows to promoters to get themselves out there now that's changed because we have a certain medium that's out there so maybe they won't be sending the the you know an mp4 or movie to the promoter now to be sending a link so that's kind of similar true although now how do you stand out right because back then i I never did that myself either. So I don't know to how many people someone would be sending a video to and also how many people are recording those videos, right? Because same thing, like your access to a space where you can actually record a nice show that feels like a show because doing it in your studio is not the same as doing it on stage with lights, right? So if you don't have that recording, if you're just created a show and you put on your costume and you record it for the sake of promoting it so that you can eventually perform it, you know, it's not going to have the same effect, whereas you can do that with social media. However, with social media now, everyone has something that they can share, right? Again, it's like the there's so much more now, whereas before, if you were sending videos, you were like one of a few who were sending videos, not that I, many. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I organizing events over the years, I've had a few people send me videos that's what i'm saying right so um yeah but to tell the truth it's it still comes down to even with a a good social media presence it still comes down to the holy trinity you know it comes down to social dancing out there if you want to get out there if you want to go and perform and travel around the world and be in the congresses and whatever else first of all you got to get noticed right so whatever, whether it's back in the days, emailing a promoter or sending a link to a promoter or being uh, so active that promoters notice you on, uh, on social media. Right. Now, once you get that, once you've got that, once you've got that connection, you need to go in there with a plan. This is what I would be telling myself. You know, you need to make sure you go in there and social dance. You've got to remember why you're here first. Right. I, and I think that's something that everyone loses track of. Like everyone started... Yeah. Because, ooh, I love this dance. They're out partying, social dancing, having a great time. Then they get good enough to teach or they decide to do a show. Now they get recognized for those classes and for the shows. And all of a sudden they disconnect from the social dancing, which was the original passion and the original reason that they entered into the scene. I think I've talked about that before because I I understand. But just going back to the, the Trinity, first of all, which is the social dancing, you need to make sure you go in and teach. If you're going to, if you're getting booked to teach a workshop, you make sure that is the best workshop in the festival. Even if it's not, you try and make sure your workshop is the best in the festival. And then last thing is to get up on stage and do a great show. 
you know um it, those are the three most important things once you to get your foot in the door to get out there to get known. right now the problem is what you were saying about the social dancing where it gets kind of hazy is that when it becomes more of a job mm-hmm. when it become when it gets to the point where you're traveling every weekend and then when you arrive home on monday you have to unpack your bag take a shower and then go and teach teach until thursday and then friday morning repeat that's when it gets hard and i think i would say to a younger me starting right now even though i look like a younger me um i would say (laughs) that don't lose the love Mm. don't lose the love but but pay attention to those three things Pay attention to those three things. You know, I, I, I could have probably taught more over the years. And if I was telling, speaking to myself now, I would say maybe do a little bit more, prepare yourself a little bit more, but I've been okay. I've had like, uh, I've, I've had uh, my clubs and I, you know, I've always done something. Performing has not been my one way of earning money, mm-hmm. but there are people that are only doing that, you know? So I would say to get out in the festivals, the Holy Trinity of social dancing, good shows and good workshops, but also make sure you got some money coming in. Right. Make sure wherever you are, wherever you, whichever city you're in, you make sure you've got money coming in from, if dance, if salsa is your full-time job, then make sure it is a full-time job. Make sure you're getting paid like it's a full-time job. Right. Exactly. the, the reason why I, I kind of wanted to talk about this is because um, it's afterwards as well. It's like once you've got that, once you've got, if you, if you aspire to be like a, a world-class superstar salsa, instruct, uh, salsa performer, all right, once you've got there, what next? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't around. last. It doesn't last. Your body does get older. You do get fatigued. There are things that you were able to do for hours an entire weekend of dancing nonstop but not eating anything and just wait, you know, going yeah. from the social to the breakfast, to the workshop and repeat, it doesn't work um, over <laughs> as you get older. So that's where the quality of what you put out there does make a difference. Cause if you're a good instructor, you could still get booked even if you're not necessarily at the same level of social dancing that you were. Uh, that's the other thing. If one of the three is not, as strong as the others, then make sure the other two are strong. Right, right. You know, if, you're, if your shows are not that great, you better make sure you social dance with everybody. You know, if your social dancing is not that great, then you better make sure your workshops are the best. Well, right. that doesn't really work, really. I don't know. Well, I guess you can be a, an amazing social dancer and a bad teacher or a, an amazing what? teacher. You, I, I you... just personally don't know. I've never experienced it because of you know who i am and how my classes are you know (laughs) Uh i think that you can definitely be really good at one and not be great at even two of the other things you could be a great performer and not a great teacher you know just because you can't the three yeah you aim for the three but but understand that understand where your strengths are and if you have strengths in some other you know area then invest in those things and ultimately this is a social dance this started as a social dance so 
keep that social element, not just keep the passion, but keep the social element. Like just because you got good does not mean you now like rope yourself off behind the VIPs and don't talk to those same people who got you where you are. Because I have to say, I give a lot of appreciation. I'm very thankful to all the people who had supported me because a big chunk of the original events that I got invited to wasn't necessarily because the event organizer knew who I was, you know, or that I put something out there for them to see or that I contacted. I didn't contact anyone. It was because the social dancers or the the dancers, the local dancers had seen videos of me social dance like, oh, she's she's so much fun. Or I met her here. Um, it was great to dance with her. She's friendly with everyone. Can you can you bring her to our event? You know, so those people that were connected with event yeah. organizers actually reached out to event organizers to ask them to bring me. Me then all of a sudden saying, oh, you know, I'm too good to talk to all of you because now I'm at this level of being an artist who's traveling all over the world and getting paid for it. That's not a good approach. You always want to maintain that connection with people because yeah, that's, that's your the base. road to failure. That's the road to failure. I've seen, you, you, how many oh my God. come yeah. and gun? All of a sudden, they got big heads, they got big sunglasses and big hats, and they know what to be seen. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but it's true, right? Very true. So for budding, you know, aspiring artists out there, remember what we said, you know, make sure your presence is, is known on social media. You can do minimum of having like a couple of shows and just, you know, being active. Or you can have your online classes. You can do a mm-hmm. lot of things. Put your you content out there. Put your content out there. And then once you get invited to these congresses, make sure you're social dancing, make sure you're, you're, you're performing and your workshops. Make sure your workshops are good. And the last thing I would say, well, prepare for the future is the last thing I would say. Um, well, the second, the penultimate. And the last thing I would say... I feel like he just went to dictionary.com. Today's word was penultimate. The last thing I would say is while you're out there sharing stuff on social media or or, or speaking to promoters or speaking to other dancers, why not talk about this podcast? Oh, that was nice. Very smooth. I like that one. Yeah, That was the best one in the past year. (laughs) This is COVID. COVID, man. COVID. I, I just got my jab. If anybody's listening to this, I just got my jab today. Did you get your jab the other day, right? I got my jab a couple of weeks ago. I'm getting my second jab next week. There you go. So, um, yeah, there's some people out there that maybe don't want to go and get it. But listen, we're still alive. And if you do, then use us as a reference. We want to get back out there. We exactly. want to get back out there on the dance floor. So do what you have to do. Whatever so it is, do what you have to. <laughs> yeah, so we can get back out there and share this podcast while you're doing it. Share hey. it with your doctor that's giving you the jab. Perfect place to start. Until the next episode. Ciao, everybody. See you next time.